0: Welcome to the very first episode of Gwine's Niche. This is me, Gwine. Today, we will be talking about dealing with academics during the Christmas season. So sit back, pour some coffee, play a little Christmas jazz in the background, and enjoy episode one, Hell Week Holidays. most of us, and that includes me, we are already in the finals of school, or as some may even call it, during the hell week. Right now, I am studying in Ateneo, that's in the Philippines, so for me, this week is already the last stretch of our first semester. I think it's important to talk about school right now because ho 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 it's already christmas season it's already december and we can all feel i don't know about you but i can definitely feel the festive spirit now and my problem here maybe some of you can relate as i have seen in tiktok and facebook memes is that It is distracting to be doing work during the holiday season. It is just so tempting to go to Netflix and just binge watch Christmas films. But I still have to work. I still have a lot of things to submit. And that is what we want to address here in this episode. Now, just to... I actually think that this podcast is already a bit late because it's already the middle of the week, but for those who still want some tips and reflection guides on how to balance finals and the Christmas time, this episode is here for you. Just to share the context of my situation now, I am in college and our first semester is already going to end by Saturday this week. So as of the moment, we already have no classes and we're just left with our own devices accomplishing and submitting our final requirements. For me, most of the tasks I need to do are long papers and essays. We have no exams and yay, that's a great thing for me because I don't like examinations. I want to share with you how I managed to stay on track with school, but also feel feel a little bit of that Christmas spirit. Now let us move on to the main chunk of this episode. Number one step is to check in with your goals and pick the mindset you want to have during this time. You see, we can approach the season in different ways. We can adhere to a schedule religiously, We can speed run the tasks to get all of them done before christmas or we can slow down to immerse in the yuletide season and drift off from work personally i prefer sticking to a schedule it is easier that way so i have time to work 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 and time to rest because if I speedrun tasks and get as much work as I can, I'll feel drained and really exhausted. I don't like that because although the end of it is sweet success, the process might be unhealthy because I won't get ample time to relax. On the other hand, if I drift off and just let myself be pulled into the whirlwind of enjoyment, I might slack in terms of work and not get things done on time. So yeah, we will be using, I will be using a schedule because it is what fits into my goals. My goals being to pass the requirements before the Christmas break and to keep myself sane in the process. For you, my dear listeners, also check in with yourself. What are your goals? And also, what strategy is best for these goals? Is it to finish as much as you could and optimize the break? If that's what you want, maybe speed running the tasks and putting 101% work is the way to go. If you want to be chill and let things slide for a bit, because it is, after all, the season to be jolly, then you might want to stretch out your schedule and assign your tasks accordingly. But if you're like me, who wants something in between, you know, handling school, but still being able to enjoy at the same time, you might want to stick to a schedule where rest and work is balanced. So this step is important because it helps you about what Christmas means to you. If you find joy doing work, then it might be okay for you to work during Christmas and you'll still be merry. For me, I like my calendar decluttered for Christmas so I can dive into full relaxation mode. So I have to finish everything off before the break comes. So for me, since as I mentioned, there are no synchronous sessions anymore, I use the period for each subject for finishing the respective tasks. So... Since I have history class from 8 to 9 in the morning, I can just use that one hour to work on the history paper required for the history subject. And for my vacant, I can choose to enjoy the Christmas vibes. And I can also choose to borrow that vacant time to put on some extra work. So it's literally just up to you. Personally, this is effective I've been doing this for the whole semester now. I use my time as scheduled and right now I don't want to to, you know, make this sound like I'm bragging, but I am proud to say that I end up submitting most of the requirements, not all because I still have some tasks left ahead of their deadlines. Step number two is to audit your energy. As of now, maybe you are already familiar with the things that take away or give you your energy. In this step, I do an energy audit, which is looking at tasks according to the energy level it requires or gives. As I said, I use a schedule to organize my day or week. And with energy auditing, I can effectively put the tasks in a way that cater to my energy levels throughout the day. Here, we ask ourselves, one, what takes away my energy? So for me, uh, it's working on one task for too long. Sometimes I've been, if I've been writing a paper for two hours already, I will feel that I am bored and I cannot generate any more ideas i am out of words or i am simply tired you may also have that thing that takes away your energy sometimes for me it's also languishing for too long or sometimes talking to people for too much or listening to the same prof for a very long time now we all have those energy vampires and in here we take note of them Next question to ask for energy auditing is what gives me energy. For me it's watching YouTube vlogmas by my favorite content creators, taking showers, taking naps or siestas, journaling, watching Christmas shows, working out and spending time with my loved ones. Whenever I do these things, I know um like self-care stuff and social activities with my closest people, I feel like my energy is replenished. You can also try to think what these things are for you. Does the, the sleeping for eight hours bring back your energy? Does playing mobile or computer games help you revive your energy? Take note of those as well. Now, after identifying the energy vampires and the energy replenishers, we now incorporate these things into the schedule. So it can vary according to how you want to manage your energy. Basically, it just takes alternating tasks and activities so you can maintain the energy after losing and gaining it. For me, it looks like this. In the morning after I wake up, my energy is around 70%. So in order to boost that energy i can do some yoga i will take a bath and eat breakfast with my family after reaching 90 to 100 percent of energy i'll be working for two hours on my science paper since it is the first class i have in the morning so typically working on the paper will take my energy and it will go down to 50. after that i can watch half of the Christmas film I've been watching to make me happy so I can bring my energy back to 70 again. Then while I am still energized, I can take on another task according to my class schedule. So next to science, I can write my Filipino essay. Something like that. For step number three, We're just going to ask ourselves some questions. I got these questions from Leah's Field Notes YouTube video. These are originally journaling prompts but I will use them here so we can have something to reflect on as we go on for the week. I tweaked the prompt so you can follow along and you know we can adjust the prompt to the topic. But, if you're interested in using the original prompt, I'll link Leah's Field Notes video down in the show notes so you can check it out on YouTube. First, what is the most challenging thing I'll be facing today? Why am I challenged by it? For me, it is writing my political science essay. (laughs) I am challenged by it because it is quite lengthy and it requires a lot of work. And it is one of the major subjects I think that I have. So I have to pass this properly. I am challenged because I did not read the readings thoroughly. So if you answer this question, just think of something that scares you or overwhelms you for the day. It's easy to get nervous about doing tasks once we see a lot listed down our to-dos. But just think of that one big thing that you think is difficult or is a big deal that if you mess up, you will, you know, get embarrassed or be ashamed of yourself. And also dig deep into why you find this certain task challenging. For me, as I said, Creating the political essay, political science essay is quite hard. But I ask myself, what is it that is scaring me or giving me anxiety? Is it because I am afraid of the task itself, of the subject itself, or is it rooted into something more internal? Like, am I afraid that it won't go, it won't do i won't do good in this task that i won't get good grades that i won't be able to organize my thoughts properly on paper that i won't get the a i expect for this project so try to trace where that anxiety or fear comes from the next question is how can my best self overcome this challenge for the political science essay i can be realistic you know it might seem scary writing eight pages but if i break down the steps to the, to get there it may seem easier and less scary i can also be resourceful i can read the readings or research and reflect so I can get my message across and deliver my point. So just think of things that you can, um, you can have or you can do to accomplish the tasks. These may be traits or actions or qualities you need to have or do. Or these can be things you already have within you or you just need to continue doing. Lastly... We need some affirmations. Yes, this may sound, oh, that's a little too law of attraction, but this kind of works for me and it works for the gurus and influencers I follow on YouTube. So for me, I need to be resourceful and realistic so I can say to myself, I am resourceful. I can communicate my thoughts effectively. I have access to the references and resources that i need to get this task done i am realistic and practical i am capable of doing what is needed etc etc the point here is to affirm to yourself that you're capable of doing whatever needs to get done if you're scared maybe the affirmations that you tell yourself can lift off some of that fear and maybe get you in the mood to believe in yourself, and actually do your best. You can say this in your head, whisper it to yourself as you meditate or after you wake up, or write them down on your paper, on your laptop, in a sticky note. You do you. If affirmations isn't your thing, you can also have a mantra. You can think of of a few words that resonate with the challenges you face and the qualities you need to channel. And if mantra and affirmations are just not in your zone, maybe you can pray. If you're Christian or Catholic, if, if you believe in God, if you don't, you can just have a prayer for the universe to help you, to guide you, to protect you, and just make things happen in accordance to your goals. So that's already a wrap. I've been talking to you for too long now. You can do these things that I talked about. Or you just listen to this podcast just because. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode helped you. This is my very first one. So if you're listening, you can DM me on instagram or i also have a tiktok at guines niche and also for my instagram also at guines niche and yeah just tell me what more topics you want to hear or any feedback or anything that you want to say just slide in my dms if you're also a student i wish you the very best for your finals May you get things done with flying colors and may you enjoy the holidays in the best way you can. I am sending you the Christmas spirit. See you on the next one.